0: The eighth episode in the gospel to check in on a global family of creatives, thinkers and overall mavericks during the era of COVID-19 has spread far and wide.
1: Accessibility is a really big deal right now because in Algeria of course they shut down schools you know with like lockdowns and stuff but it's kind of like
0: pushed back the country by so many decades. Checking in has held the belief that a shared humanity is source for stories far more gripping than the escalating numbers of infections and mortalities. In our case, the crusade has been to highlight existential concerns and how that intersects with the already cliched phrase, the new normal. Most of the people also, they don't have work anymore because for all the freelancer, all the independent workers, they don't have work anymore, so it will be, I think, a uh, complicated uh, situation after the crisis. Now aware of our fragility as the human race, the idea of us being an apex species has come into question. The irony is that we realize that we are at the mercy of a cluster of DNA with a protein coat around it. Simply put, a virus. I am Kahi Somnisi and this is Checking In. On this episode of Checking In, we look at what it means to organize, to be responsive using strategy and tactics in dealing with COVID-19. Somewhere between putting up a framework in place, whether at the level of healthcare or government, there exists the story behind that process. A character well placed in threshing out that story can be none other than analyst and think tanker Mauro Jalo, a son of Gambia by birth and now resident of Accra, Ghana, Jalu typifies what resourcefulness can yield. Involved in an array of pursuits, Maudo is sure on a crusade of rebuilding the Gambia. His New Nation venture serves as a function of doing precisely that. And yes, there's a backstory to it all.
1: New Nation is this idea that young people are the best advocates for the rights and the hopes and the wishes of other young people, right? So it's this idea that we need to occupy spaces that will allow us to impact youth development you know as young people in in the Gambia. so I basically came up with this idea that um, I'd get together a group of young, passionate but smart um, young Gambians who can come together and, and you know make change so that evolved into what New Nation is now, which is an, an organization that really works on three main areas, I would say. So one is education. So we're very big on uh, working in career development, especially in the areas of STEM. So science, technology, engineering, math. The second thing we do is advocating for women's rights. So young women's rights in the Gambia. And the third thing is general sort of uh, charity work and, and, and helping with the biggest uh, issue of the day. Uh, recently, in terms of the international scene, it was mainly because of the fact that you know Gambia uh, was going through this transition from autocracy to democracy, right? Um, and we moved away from a leader who was in power for 22 years. Um, and, and a lot of people were shocked by it because you don't, there are not many examples in the history of the world where um, a, an autocratic leader that had been in power for more than twenty years, you know, was removed through a democratic process, right? So it, it intrigued and, and really surprised a lot of people. And and it, it gave us quite, you know, it was it was good publicity and, and it was great. I, I was really proud to say, you know, I'm from the Gambia and this is what happened in, in our country, which is unprecedented, you know, uh, truthfully speaking. So I think that's what put us on the map. And then since then, it's just been this intrigue of finding out sort of what's going on since um, that transition happened.
0: Accra, Ghana, as his current base, Maudo has observed how this part of the continent has done the scientific legwork, so to speak.
1: A lot of people, around the world have, you know, um, applauded the efforts of the Ghanaian. Um, And actually, in Africa, we're second as uh, the country that has done the most tests, you know, and and that's a critical part of dealing with COVID-19. I mean, you need to know who has it. And then the implications of knowing who has it are huge because then you can plan, you know, you can do things like case management. Um, You can plan around um, contact tracing, among other things. So really, the fact that you know we managed to organize ourselves and, and procure that many test kits and, and actually do these tests and, and record them in a meaningful way has really you know um, put us in a good position to be able to deal with this. And now, you know, for a lot of people, they were nervous because the cases were going up and we weren't seeing a lot of recoveries. But you know as of right now, the latest figures are that recoveries are over 2,300. And as you know, the recovery is always lagged behind. So, you know, we're still seeing a huge number of people being asymptomatic, right? And, and not needing to be hospitalized. So that's a good sign, you know, because it means that they're likely to recover and not, you know, unfortunately uh, die from, from the disease.
0: With the grand strategy, there is the how-tos or tactics to pull it off. Add to that an army with differentiated skill sets.
1: And it's not just with Ghana. I think around the world, we've seen places like New Zealand, places like Mauritius, you know, uh, places like Taiwan. What all of these places have in common is that they have been decisive in their actions. Number two, the leadership has been able. So smart, thoughtful leadership with empathy. So that's number two. Uh, And then number three, I would point to sort of taking the bull by the horns in a way and, and, and having an effective state apparatus to get things done. So it's one thing having good leadership. It's another thing having, you know, um, taking decisive action. But if you put out the orders and, and your team or your uh, foot soldiers, if you will, can't carry out the order, then, then you're in trouble. So it's a combination of all these different things.
0: Evidently a marker in human history. COVID-19 has in its own way seized a notable chunk in a timeline. Life is now seen in before and after terms. And in our case, life pre-COVID and life during COVID.
1: Pre-COVID, I was working as an analyst in the project, uh, the Tony Blair Institute actually, um, which is why I moved to Ghana. uh, Mostly working with the Ministry of Trade and Industry on just that trade and industry. So looking at trade analysis, you know, using data to to create insights that the ministry can use. And then also looking to in encourage and and support the industrialization agenda. So trying to get um companies to set up shop in Ghana, both domestic investors and international um, investors. So so that's what my job was initially. So then COVID hit and um initially it was so to work from home, let's see what we can do, you know. It's going to be difficult to do the investment side of things because not many people are looking to invest at a time like this. But let's let's see what we can do. And then um I got a call from my boss. I was at home in my pajamas, you know, working, replying to emails and so on. And and I get a call and you know, he says, "Hey, look, I just got the green light for us to work um on COVID-19 response." Um, at the presidency in Ghana, so I jumped up, obviously, and, and said, "Hey, you know, this is exciting." So I've never gotten, you know, dressed, and, and I, I think I was in the shower for maybe thirty seconds. You know, ran out, got dressed, and, and got in my car and drove over there. And the rest has been history, as they say. You know, it's been a great, great, great experience. You know, working on developing briefings um, that end up being used by by the cabinet. or or the president himself, you know, um, working on strategies uh, for the response.
0: In a time when we are bombarded with challenge after challenge amid COVID-19, how we engage and respond will without a doubt be recorded on this generation's scorecard. Furthermore, our tactics will highlight whether we make the grade or not as a species. I am Kahi Somnisi and this has been Checking In.